Okay, here we go. Today's daf is daf Tzadik Gimel, page 93, but we're still on Tzadik Beis, Amr Beis, 92b. And we are up to Amrle Rava Leraba Barmari. There's a number of back and forth conversations that they're having with each other. And we are in middle of this. Um, we are up to, if you look in the wide lines on Tzadik Beis, Amr Beis. Tzadik Beis, Amr Beis. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The eighth wide line. The eighth wide line on ninety-two B. This is where, uh, this is where we pick up. It's Omarle Rava Laraba Bar Mari. All right, which there's a number of them on the page. So, uh, um, just count those lines. Let me know we're all good. All right, here we go. Where do we know the, what's the source of this that people say? That if a dog is so hungry, it'll even swallow rocks. It says, When something is so, uh, when somebody is so famished, even things that are very bitter is sweet to them. They'll eat anything. Where does this come from that people say that a, uh, a palm tree, which is weak, it, that's what grows next to trees that do not bear fruit. Okay? Which is kind of an expression of Things that are weak kind of are attracted to each other, right? A weak date palm is going to be attracted to uh, things that don't really produce. And the mice, we find this. We find when people struggle um, in, in any area, they'll, they'll tend to find other people that also have those same gripes and those, that same issue as opposed to going to others that are healthy, that, you know, that are healthier in that way. Amalei says to him, This is written in the Torah, and it's repeated in the Nevi'im. A source for this, I can find you everywhere. Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, Mishnah, Gemara, here we go. Mishnah and Bryson. Went to Yishmal in order to find a wife. So what? How do you say? Esav went to Yishmal. So you have two. Weak things. Yeah, two problematic things. Esav, interestingly, what's fascinating about this is that Esav was trying to make his father Yitzchak happy by taking a daughter from the family of Avram. But he went to the daughters of Yishmol. It's kind of like when you have a problem, you just, you, you find other people who have the same issues and you don't really like even hop, even catch on to how to uh, remove it from yourself. That there were empty, uh, empty people around uh, Yiftach, and they went ahead. They, they went and they went out with him. And it's repeating. Every bird hangs around its type of people, and it, every bird hangs around its type of bird, and people are the same. People tend to gravitate towards others that have the same problems. In a sense, it's misery loves company. In a sense, also, it's like you just find toxic. Sometimes people are toxic. We'll find toxicity, if that's the word, right? Now, it doesn't necessarily speak bad about a person. It doesn't necessarily speak bad. 
It's just the mitzvah, so we need to be careful about it. It's about 15 lines down on, uh, in the wide lines on Tzadi Beis and Mavis. Okay? it's not for nothing that this bird called the zarzir goes next to the raven why does it hang out with the raven because it's attracted to the same thing. They're both non-kosher birds that are hanging out with each other. So here you have all these sources from across Tyra, Navim, Ksuvim, Mishnah, and Brises that there are some people that just have a tendency to not find the right people to connect themselves with. Amar Lei, Rava Liraba Barmari. Rava said, to Rabba Bar Murray. Now, this is again for those just logging on, for those joining us. Um, we're uh, continuing to go through various uh, conversations between Rabba and Rabba Bar Murray. We're now, I'm going to call it about 11 or 12 lines from the bottom of Tzadi Beis Amud Beis. Okay, today's not for Tzadi Gimel. Here we go. I'm the Rabba Murray, but almost If you call out to your friend and they don't respond, Rami. Guda, pick up a Guda, Shadi Bay, and throw it at him. Okay. Amarlei, Yanti Hartech, Vaita Hartvi, Tumasech, Loita Trenu I tried to make you Tahar, but you weren't willing to be Tar, and you will never become, uh, you'll never become Tar. You're going to raid and uh, you're going to remain in a state of Tumma, in a state of, uh, a state of impurity. Okay. What does this mean? Rashi here explains, if you throw something at somebody, if you call out to somebody, they don't respond, throw the wall at them. Says Rashi, it's referring to taichacha, to rebuke. If you've spoken your piece and the person doesn't listen, you know what you should do? Walk away. But what's going to be with them? The wall will fall on them. They're going to suffer. From, they'll suffer from their decisions. But as it's been quoted to me from Rav Pam, what a person has to realize is you cannot solve every problem. Look at how passionate you are about the cause. You have to work hard at it, go at it. You cannot solve every problem. But we need to do something. They're a family in the community. They're, they're, they're. Right? Yeah. Sometimes you, something you can do. Thank you do. So this, there's a specific incident that I gave that idea, a specific thing, is the, the, uh, a number of years ago, there was something going on within a, within a home in the community, and we tried to help. It wasn't a financial problem at all. It had to do with other functionality things and style of, uh, you know, the style of parenting of the parents were really impacting the kids in a terrible way. And... You try to talk to the parents and each other and you see, and with the school and the this and the, it's incredible. You, you just couldn't, there's, at a certain point, it was just like, got a daven, that's it. That's it. And, but that's it means not to minimize it. Everything's da, everything's tefillah. But people are screaming like, but you got to do something. There's nothing to do. There's pashit, nothing to do. There's no in, there's no Pesach. And to the fault of the leaders of the home. 
you spoke your piece, just allow them to fall into their thing and do your best to damage control outside of that. But you don't have, and there is not an answer for everything. Where does this come from? The people say, Beira the Shayis, the Beira, a bar, a well. The Shadis Minei, that you drink from, Light Tishti Beikala, don't throw earth. This is a common expression nowadays. Don't uh, bite the hand that feeds you, right? Or don't dirty up the waters that you drink from. Where does this come from? Don't uh, don't hate an Edomite. Bottom line is the Egyptians hosted us. Don't start throwing dirt at it. It was they were wrong, but the mice they hosted us. The, the, don't don't bite the hand that feeds you. Only if you help me, I'll work, I'll do it. If you don't help me, I won't. Right? Balak said, uh, Barak said, if you go with me, I'll go. If you don't go with me, then I am not willing to go. Okay? Which means, if somebody wants you to risk something, says Rashi, only risk it if they're in on it. If they're not going to follow you, I'm not doing it for you, Charlie. Sorry. Either we're both in or I'm out. Foundational. Remember that. <laughs> when we were little, people considered us to be men. Hashta de kashishna, but now that we're older, people treat us like babies. When we're younger, how incredible, no? When you're younger, everybody expects you to be an adult. You expect a 10-year-old to act like a 30-year-old. And then you're 80 and people treat you like a baby. Where does this come from? Where, where does it happen? It's my mission MS, by the way. It's my mission truth. For some reason, people think, el- uh, younger people think elderly people like don't have. They've got a lot more life experience. They know what's going on. They just don't get as riled up about things probably because they've been there, done that. But it's not because they very. It's not because they don't get it, right? But it's like, oh, they're getting old, they're getting mellow, or they're just getting smart, right? So Amalei says to me, "Karaksev Hashem Halach Lefleim Yomem Bamud Anon." By the day, Rabban Shem led us on Chaisim Aderech Belayla Bamud Eish Lahayir Lahem. Okay. By day there was a cloud. By night there was fire. Ubesayv Ksev. And at the end of the pasuk it says, "Top of today's daf." I'm sending a malach to protect you on the way. Which means when Klai Yisrael was very young, the Rebbein led us. Later on, we had a malach, uh, we only had an angel, and not the malach Hashem uh, leading us. Okay. What does this mean? Incredible. If you follow fat, you will take away little fat. Which means there are people who like hanging around rich people. They think if I marry rich or I make rich friends, somehow in some way that's going to make my bank account fat. So they think. 
hang on rich people, I'm going to get some money. I marry a rich guy, I marry a rich girl. Why are they rich? Because their parents are rich. Ooh. So for sure, their parents are going to give us a lot of money, and then uh, you just end up with a spoiled, rotten spouse, and no money to show for it. So you're just fooling yourself, right? Yeah. Avram had everything, and also, also Lot, he ended up with some. You end up with some, you end up with some. But um, you're not going to uh, end up with the same amount. Incredible. If a person judges your friend, I'm judging you. That person is punished first. Remember, but I'm sorry, Lavrov. I'm upset at you. And then Avram came and and was uh, was Masbid Sar. Okay. Uh, so Chazal teach us that Avram and Sar were supposed to die the same year. But she kind of like, um, she complained about Avram Avinu, you know, uh, not standing up for her when it came to, to Hagar. And she ended up uh, passing away first. And this is only true when it's possible to have din in this world. Okay? So um, if something could be handled in this world, you shouldn't turn to heaven. But if something could be handled in this world, if something cannot be handled in this world, then it is appropriate to turn to Shemayim. Amr of Yisak, Yisak says, It's to a person who kvetches about things than the one who the kvetching is about. It's a fantastic idea, by the way. It's a fantastic idea. We get upset at people, and therefore we turn into the bullies. We decide we're going to show them a lesson. And we start davening about them and screaming about them. Man, says Rabbi Yitzchak, to the one who's angry more than the one who made them angry. It says both the uh, problem over here is one who's crying out and the one who the crying out is about. They're both going to be uh, suffer because of their involvement in this, but the one who cries out is going to have judgment against them Carried out first. The Amar Abiyasa going to be a success. Like the Malti Kila said, the Kalbeinach, an incredible Gemara. A person should not take words of anybody lightly. The curse of a simple person should not be taken lightly. All the words matter. Shemar Shaharei Avimelech Kala Sara, Viniskayim Bizarra Avimelech cursed out Sara, and it was effective in her children. Shemar Hinehu Lach Susenayim. Um, it's going to be ksusenayim. It's going to be a covering of the eyes. Okay, what's covering of the eyes? So literally, literally, what it means is when he gave Avram Avinu all the gifts after after uh, sending Sarah away. Um, uh, when he gave Avram all the gifts, so it was clear. It was more clear that he hadn't violated her, because usually, if somebody violates somebody's wife, they're going to try to like. Good riddance of this whole thing, but Avimelech sent them off with great, uh, with uh, great wealth and a lot that was there. So that really allowed a lot of the potential lashon hara to go away. This is something we brought them in because we we it was more of a way of of uh, respect. Um, and since the, he sent them away with respect, it kind of showed that Avram and Sarah had the upper hand here. They were the ones who had the upper hand, but he said it in a way of. 
this is going to be a covering of the eyes. Like it's not going to look bad anymore. Amar said, since there were things that you covered up by, by you telling me you're the sister, and you didn't tell me that that was your husband, and that caused me all the pain. Remember, Avimelech and his whole household, all their uh, crevices in their body, the holes in their body, closed up. He kind of gave her a little curse as, as a time. He says, Yiratzen should be the will of Hashem that your children too should be kisui einayim. And how this come out to play? Now Avimelech wasn't uh, wasn't a navi, wasn't a prophet. But Neskayim bizarre to say v'hikizok in Yitzchak v'tchena einayim. Yiras, what happened with her son Yitzchak? As he got older, he wasn't able to see. Amr Bavol Elam Yehadam Menar Dafalim and Aritzim. Write this down. Put in your pocket. Chaver. Better to be the victim than the bully. Make sure that you're the one who's being pursued and you're never the one who's pursuing others. Chavra, this holds true even if you were pursued. Somebody hurt me? I'm the near death. I could change that though. The moment I'm out for revenge, I become the right death. Don't do it. Says Rabbi Avo, you're better off being the victim than being the bully. There's no pursued bird more than pigeons and doves. And that's why they're kosher. Things that are pursued are kosher. Things that pursue are treif. Don't pursue. Somebody hurts you. Somebody does something. If you have rights financially, beseder, go get the, if somebody owes you money, beseder. Don't become the bully. It's not worth it. A bully is treif. A victim is kosher. After the Holocaust, the famous mice with the Kleisenberger Rebbe of the first Pesach Seder in the DP camps, he's standing by Kiddush and he stops in the middle of the bracha, spends a couple minutes, goes back and finishes. Afterwards, he explained that he was hesitant to say, Asher brachar How can we say we're so chosen when the Rebbein Shalom just did something like this? And he he says, I, I couldn't bring myself to say that Hashem chose us after all the tsaras. And then after standing and thinking, says the Heilige Kleisenberger Rebbe, he says, I realize we're still Bachar Baruch And you know why? If we would have been the bullies, then we're no longer chosen. But as long as the other nations that are chasing us, we're still the chosen people. As long as we're the ones being chased, and we're not acting the way that they act, you could be chosen. You could be a victim and be chosen. The moment you're a bully, you're not kosher gabi mizbech. Somebody says, please blind me. The halacha was, if the guy does it, he's still chayiv. Why at the end um, do we say that there's no, uh, there's no obligation when... Uh, he says, do this and, and uh, to my property. So here's the halacha. If I say to you, break my leg, and you break my leg, you have to pay me. If I say to you, break my glasses, and you break my glasses, you don't have to pay me. Right? David said he wants to go on a, de- on a date together with me. We should make it a shul outing, Dave. Right? They have these places where you spend, you spend a few dollars for a couple, an hour or so, a half hour to an hour in a room, and you go and you just smash up that whole room. There's rooms like that. I have to, we have to look it up. Then we'll, we'll, we'll head out there, Dave. You just let it all out. Boom. 
Now, you walk out, the guy's like, oh, pay me up. What do you mean? I paid you uh, 50 bucks to, to go into the room to break whatever I want. Now you need to pay me for each thing. Well, I never. You told me I could break it. So if I tell you you could break my thing, you don't need to pay. But if I tell you to break my body, you do need to pay. Why? Okay. It doesn't make a difference what a person says. A person is not Michael payment if you cause if you cause uh, damage to his body. It's not Michael. Oh, but you told me to hurt you. Says Rashi. The guy was speaking at a time. He was speaking out of pain. You know, there's times shouldn't go as far as Chas Vashol, a person wanting to take their own life. But there's times where people like get into a realm of they feel they need pain for some reason. For some reason. But it doesn't really mean they want the pain. It's not what it means. It's a very, very, very important psychological gemara. Doesn't mean they want it. People are not Michael physical pain to themselves. They're Michael financial pain. Amar she says to him, one second, Is it true? A person. Sometimes it hit me, wound me on condition there's no liability. Potter, you're going to be Potter. So here's, you're not responsible, even if it's physical pain. So Ishtik, he was quiet. He says, That's a good question. It's <laughs> a good question. According to my logic, there's no reason why you should be off the hook, right? So why Taka? He says back to him. Incredible. Yeah. If I tell you you could hurt me and you do, damage me, and you do, the reason why you're chayov is I was Michael but guess what? My family wasn't Michael When you hurt one person, you're impacting their entire family. It's Pagamishbacha. And that the victim has no right to ask for. He has no right to ask for. Okay. Um, so to be for pain, you could be Michael, but for wounding, you can't. We learned to Rashi Amar Mishum Begamish Bacha Rav Amar Mishum Sheino the Michael Al Rashi Varam Shalay Rebeichin and Amar Yesh Hain Shahu Kelav Veyesh Lav Shahu Kein. There's sometimes where yes is a no, and sometimes no is a yes. What does that mean? People don't always mean. What they say, you have to read deeper into their actual words. Tanya Melech learned it by simile. Hakeni, the Hakeni people, pits on. I'm sorry, he came. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He came. He hit me. Pitzeni, or caused me a petza, caused me a wound. Almanas liftar, and it's on condition that you won't need to pay. The Yomar and the guy says, Hain. I'm sorry. I say hit me, and you say, Well, I have to pay, and I say. Yes. That, that's a yes, that means no. Which means I'm being sarcastic. Like, duh. Right? Duh. Like, figure that out yourself. That's a yes, that really means no. Sounds like marriage. Kara asks Susi, if a guy says, tear my shirt, Amanas lifter, or, or, on condition that you're going to be putter, and the guy's like, he says, will I be potter? He says, no. That's a no. That's a yes. There's a, there's a little, uh, there's a little uh, thing going around. This guy, this guy says, it's like a, from a comedian, he says, he says, 
my son upset my wife and my wife said it's okay. I wonder if I should warn him now or later. <laughs> like, is it time to tell him, you know? <laughs> what to get ready for. All right, here we go. Break my barrel, tear my shirt. Then you are chayev. I'm sorry. Then you're chayev. Yeah, because the guy didn't say I'm conditioning your partner. For me, that's a contradiction. If, I, if he gives him money to protect, but not to lose. Protect and not to tear. I gave it to you to watch and not to give out to aniyam. So you see that if somebody gives, uh, gives an item over to somebody else, and the person tears it, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be potter. So why have I heard that we say going to be chayiv? I'm Ravuna Laikasha. Once talking about where um, the shimer, the watcher, already had it, and then the owner tells him he could tear it, doesn't matter, you're not allowed to tear it. But if the guy gives it over, and he says, I don't care about this, you could break it, then... Um, uh, I'm, yeah, either at the same time where he already told him to tear it, then on, in such a case, you're not even a shimer, and then you're going to be potter. Amalei Rab, Rabbi says, Lishmar dasi lidei mashma. The word lishmar means it's ready in his hands. So how could you explain it to be a case where it came later? Amalei Rabbi, Rabbi said, you're right. Both cases are dealing with Asaliyade, where it came into his hand, one's where it came to his hand, where it was watched, the other one that came to his hand, on condition to tear it. Here we go, last piece of Gemara for this parak. Hahu Arnika, there was a wallet, that belonged to charity, it came to Pumpedisa. All right, somebody brought their uh, pushka, the Pumpedisa. Rabbi Yosef gave it to somebody, a Gabay Tzedakah, to hand out. Pasha Bey, and the Gabay Tzedakah was negligent. And people came and stole the money Tzedakah. Rabbi Yosef said, you need to reimburse the Tzedakah. You're obligated to, uh, to reimburse the Tzedakah, you're negligent. Abai said, this beloved Rabbi Yosef, to, to give it, you gave it them to protect, but not to give out to the poor, so that, that wasn't his responsibility. The people of Pompadisa, incredible, they, they had a fund in Pompadisa where each, the Aniyim all received like, a, like a, a paycheck. They got a set amount. It wasn't like they had to knock on the door and say, I need $50 for Shabbos, $100 for Shabbos. The people were known to be Aniyim. Every week they got a check, every month they got a check, whatever it was, to, to help support them. It was a set amount, and therefore, the Lishbarhu, therefore these funds are considered to be an obligation to watch, like it's already personal money. Hadron Allah Chayvel, Hadron Allah Chayvel, Hadron Allah Chayvel, Mazav, everybody finished the Hilige, eighth parak of Baba Kama, now we begin the ninth parak of Baba Kama, and we're going to go. Full throttle into the laws. Again, Babakama is about uh, uh, financial penalties and damages. We're going to go full throttle into the laws of uh, stealing. And what happens if somebody steals something and then changes it around. So here we go. If I steal wood and make it into wooden bowls. Somewhere I steal, sh- I steal wool. And I make shirts out of them. You, the guy shows up 
and demands payment, you only need to give him the value of the raw material, which means you don't have to actually return the shirt or the wooden bowl. We already learned earlier in the Masechta why. Right? We want to make it easier to, to do tshuva. Gazal para mubaras v'yoda v'yisholo pregnant cow and he gave birth. Rachel to an exaza, a sheep with a lot of wool and you cut it off. You have to pay back the value of a fully pregnant cow with a rachel and a fully uh, wooled sheep, whatever that's called. Gazal para v'nesabra yisla v'yoda. What happens if you stole a cow that wasn't pregnant and the cow became pregnant and gave birth? Interesting. So while it's in the, the thief's domain. Or Rachel Batanisa Aslavigaza, same thing. He, has, he stole a sheep. It grew wool over the course of a couple months, and then, then you cut it off. Misham you don't need to pay for the baby or the extra wool. Because it happened in your domain. Zaklal, here's the rule. Every time uh, every time you rob somebody, you pay the value of the time of theft. Ami they said if a guy steals wood. And he makes it into a vessel. Then you just return the value of wood in. Then it's his shipon. But this seems to imply. Let's say he was. Let's say he was shifan. Then like you're not going to be responsible. Okay. Now, what does it mean shifan loy? So it needs to be a true change. We're like the, we've. Who's that? Isaac? My wife outside. No. No. Okay. So. Uh huh. So shifan is kind of like he sanded it down. He did anything major. So when you do something major, then you acquire it. Just because you worked on it, that, that doesn't give you any sort of uh, uh, doesn't give you any sort of ownership, and you'll have to give it back. Live non But let's say you just bleached it. No, that's not. You have to give it back. We find you don't need such a big change, even if it was a small change. Still, you only need to pay back lesser value. Our mission is dealing with something which the Rabbanon considered to be a change. Now something that the Rabbanon considered to be a change means something that's temporary. Something that's temporary. Okay? So then, our mission considers that to be, to, to be a change, like the Rabbanon. However, the Koshkin Shin what about a shinu deraisa, which is a stronger change, like Yimamish made a whole bowl out of it. Of course it's going to be yours. However, and, and therefore, I'm sorry, eitzim asam kelim, if you take wood and you make a wooden bowl out of it, or beitzim meshufim, that's talking about uh, a sanded down wood, that's talking about boards. So what happened is, I stole wood, sanded it down, and uh, now it's fit to be a, a, a bench. This is a type of change that could go back to its original bria, its original form. And also if I take wool and I make begadim, I make garments, I make shirts out of it. What does that mean? It doesn't mean mamj made a shirt. It means you spun it. You could go back technically. You could take the whole thing apart. And then certainly, which is a complete change that can never go back. Now what would be a complete change that can never go back? What would be such a thing? Um, so if you comb it out in a special way, you color it in a, in a special way. So there, there's no, there's no going back. 
He was only teaching Shinu Deraisa, not Shinu Derabonah. Ravashi and Ravashi says, Turn the Nami Shinu Deraisa Kedoni, that even our Mishnah is focusing on Shinu Deraisa, Eitzim Asam Kalim, Buchnoi, and what does it mean you made vessels out of it? You made Buchnoi. The Hainu Shifan, Buchnoi again is. It's it, it's not a change as much as like a wooden bowl, but it's enough of a change where like you you sanded it down and made them fit to be turned into a uh, to be turned into a kli. Semer And What does it mean? Semer um It means nimti. This is talking about a shina. This is a change, the loy hodder, that does not go back. It's a, it's a permanent change. Okay? And therefore, that's a shina deraisa. That's considered a biblical change. The libon miyabashina says, you know what, really? Is, is libon, libon is laundering, bleaching, something of that sort. Uh, is that considered a, a change? I mean, that's contradiction like hispic litno adshet. So, if let's say um, somebody has to give his, his uh, bikurim, the first wool, to the kayan. What happens if he gave it to the Kayan after he dyed it? He dyed it a color. Halacha is potter. It's not Bikurim anymore. What if he, however, did Levena, but he didn't dye it a different color? Chayev, then you're going to be obligated. So you see, just laundering something and cleaning something does not obligate you. If you stole wool, um, I'm sorry. If a person, this is talking about bikurim, the first, uh, the, the you know the first wool. So if somebody spun the wool or already did weaving in mitzarif, it doesn't join together with other wools that he's obligated to bring livnoi. What if he bleached it? Reb Shimon Imer in mitzarif, v'cham Imer mitzarif. Rav Amar Rav says Havar Reb Shimon, v'leikasha. Both following the opinion of Reb Shimon again, who says that libon is considered a shinoi, is considered a change. V'leikasha had the natsvi nefutzei. Ha the sarkes ruke. One's talking about where you the the besides for whitening it, you also combed it out. The other ones where you did it starka combing. You mamish like prepared it uh, now to be fit for like the finest spinning, and that that itself is going to be considered a shinui a change. Rav Chiyabar of and Amar, and again we're just trying to answer up the contradiction. Ha the chavre chavure, ha the chavre chavure. One's talking about where you washed it, and the other one's talking about where you deep-soaked it. Again, all these are just giving different mahalchim, different approaches for um, how to understand, the, the how to make it that there's no longer a contradiction between the Mishnah and Brisa. Says Gemara, Now we could say that according to Rav Shimon, um, being malabe in something, I'm sorry, dying something, tseva, dying something, is not considered a change. Now that we said it, I want to tell you something. If coloring it purple, red, orange, blue, any color of the rainbow, is not considered a change, libun have a shinoi? If that's not a change, bleaching is a change? If I make it red and orange, yellow, green, shiny, blue, purple too, and we say, no, you didn't change it, it's just colorful. So let me ask you a question. What if I clean it? It's whiter than it was before. So is it changed? If red, orange, yellow, green, and all those things are not a change, why would Libum be a change? If you shear the sheep and then you dye it, 
Rishon, Rishon, Utvoy. You cut off the wool, spin it. Rishon, Rishon, Maragot. Cut off the, cut off the wool and you weave it. Ain mitzarev. They do not combine. They do not combine. Now what does it mean combining? So there's a, there's a minimum amount necessary of, uh, of bikurim to be brought. There's a minimum amount of, uh, that need, that needs to come together. Um, each, each amount has to weigh a, a one and a half mana. Uh, from from each sheep. So the question is, now that I've changed around the wool, so can they be mitzarif with the other wool to give me the required amount that's that's uh, uh, that's uh, goes to the kayin? Or do we say now that it's changed, it, it's not brought anymore? Okay. So the Gemara here is explaining that if you did all these things, you you expand it one at a time. So mitzarif, it doesn't come together. Reb Shimon, you die. Reb Shimon says, "Min Shimon, Reb Shimon, and Reb Shimon tzvo mitzarif." If you died, it is mitzarif. I'm Rabbi like Kasha says the Bay again like Kasha. No question. Ha Rabban leave with Reb Shimon. Ha Reb Shimon ben Yehuda leave with the Reb Shimon. One's following the sheet that's Rabbanon who's quoting Reb Shimon. The other one's following the opinion of Reb Shimon ben Yehuda, who who is uh, who Reb Shimon ben Yehuda's approach. To Reb Shimon's opinion, okay, they each have their machlokes whether or not the Rabbanon agree with Reb Shimon as to what a change is. Another mahalach, another approach is Rav Amar Rava says I'll tell you, there's not even a machlokes at all. Everybody agrees. Libon cleaning something would be considered a shinoi, even though coloring something is not. Why? I'll tell you. Says <laughs> like this. If you bleach something, can you remove it? No. But if I make something purple, can I remove it with bleach? You can remove it with bleach. And therefore bleach, to whiten something, is actually more permanent than to make it a different color. And maybe that's considered a shinoi as opposed to, uh, as opposed to other things. It's a fascinating psak on Shabbos. Let me just get through this one. Where did we say the Mishra? He didn't give it to the Kayan until he died at your putter because it wasn't uh, uh, over there. It seems to imply that he changed it. We said in the Sidibra, that's referring to uh, something of a Kala Ilan that is not bleachable. So when something is dyed in a way where it's not bleachable, you can't remove it, then it's going, uh, it's going to be permanent. But over here, we're going to follow the opinion that it is not. Uh, we're going to follow the opinion that it is not permanent. We'll hold it here for today, um, and uh, and pick up with uh, Amar Abaye. It's a little bit of a, a change in sugya. It's a fascinating, a fascinating zach that's connected to this when it comes to Hilchas Shabbos. When it comes to Hilchas Shabbos. So if, let's say you have somebody bleeding, somebody bleeding, and you have a choice, right? You you, you want to stop the bleeding, so. The problem is you're not allowed to die on Shabbos. Sedea, you're not allowed to die on Shabbos. So you have a red towel and a white towel to put on the wound. Which towel should you use? Which towel should you use on Shabbos? Yeah, so if you use the white towel, now you'd say it's going to be dyed red. If you use the red towel, it won't be dyed. But Allah is you do the opposite. Allah is you have to use the white towel. You have to... Now, if it's dangerous, obviously you can use whatever you want. Not done with danger. But the luck is, if you have blood, you put on the white towel. Not the red towel. Huh? And dyeing something on Shabbos is only a problem when you're enhancing it. 
The white towel gets ruined by the blood. A red towel will get redder by the blood and enhance it. The red towel gets redder and you don't mind that. You don't mind. It's just going to strengthen the red color. So that could be a problem of tzeveya. That could be a problem of dying. As opposed to the white towel, which is going to be ruined by the blood. So that would be a bigger issue. Now you could go ahead and say, all right, afterwards you could bleach it. Over the mice, right now, it gets it goes in it goes in deeper. You know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's, it's going to be strengthening the red color. So sometimes that's what more here is doing too. It's like switching around the other side. Okay, we'll hold it here. Have a good debuch, everybody. Pleasure tomorrow morning, nine thirty. Zagabenched.